Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back to more of Atlanta Soccer Tonight with Jason Longshore. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome to an Atlanta Soccer Tonight special on 92.9 The Game and Off the Woodwork. My name's Jason Longshore, and you're about to hear a voice that you know very, very well in Atlanta, and you haven't heard yet this season on an Atlanta United game. Mo Adu hanging out. He'll be at the Benz on Saturday. What's up, Mo? What's going on, my man? Appreciate you having me on, first and foremost. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited to be back at the Benz. Atlanta looks exciting again, and I know the fans are going to be out there in numbers looking to see another big three points. It's an interesting game this weekend because it has been kind of the highest of highs at times for Atlanta United, but then last week happened, and it's a weird one. And I guess where I kind of want to start with this is just getting your perspective on bouncing back from a loss like Atlanta suffered in Columbus. What are the key things during the week to – Wash that taste out of your mouth. You know, I saw some of the post-game comments and Bregzan, like one of the things he said, and it's it's so spot on. It's some of the best advice I got early on in my career is just like trying to find that even keel of managing your emotions and your reaction to things. So the game before, right? It wasn't the biggest uh, scoreline in, in club history. You're flying on a high. Everything is clicking. It's Everything is falling in place the way that you dreamt it was going to happen and the way you envision in preseason. And so coming off the back of that game, it's like, all right, we're playing well, things are going well, but how do you maintain that level of still being hungry, still um, searching for more, reaching for more, wanting more, and not thinking we are we have arrived. We've just lifted MLS Cup because that's a long way from here, right? And then the same thing. Now you go through a loss that you can point to. One, I think it's great that it comes at this, not great because you don't ever want to suffer that kind of defeat, but more so, I guess it's beneficial that it's happening earlier in the season, right? So that's kind of your reality check. Like, hey, wait a minute. There still are things that need to be worked out. There still are things that we need to figure out how to adapt to when we're missing some of our key pieces. Um, and so I think in that regard, your question was, how do you bounce back? Okay, you just you watch that game. I'm sure they've all watched it individually. They've watched it collectively. They'll have video sessions where they're able to pinpoint what went wrong in that match. But then in the same breath, um, it's a chance to reflect on what's gone well over the course of the season to get you to the point prior to that game. And so now it's just about, okay, let's get back to doing the things that we do well. Let's get back to some of the basics, collective pressing, the way that, you know, 
you're, you're calm and composed in possession. You move the ball quickly when you need to. So just getting back to doing some of the simple things that sometimes are mass because they're, they're creating so many highlight real moments. Uh, just getting back to doing that. You're back at home as well. Um, and just you show up that as quickly as you can. You got to have the mindset and the memory that things happen too quickly in this game that you can't dwell on that. And you just get back to winning ways at home. And you get some people back this week as well with the international break over at MLS didn't take the break, but teams had to deal with it. Teams had to deal with missing seven guys in Atlanta's case. Columbus were missing three. Red Bulls were missing some players as well. So you get everybody back kind of as the week goes on. And it is, I'm with you, it is about getting back to what makes you good. Now, this week, you're facing a team that has exploited that in a lot of ways over the history of the series with the Red Bulls. You know, what's your vibe coming into this with the Red Bulls pressing defensive style against Atlanta's possession-based ball-heavy style? It's funny because I remember doing the games last year and you and I actually chatted after, after both games. And it's in a weird way, not even in a weird way, I'm sure Gonzalo Pineda is going to look at those two games and he's going to have some strong reference points as to what can work against the Red Bulls. Because there were certain moments in those games where you thought, okay, they're taking three points from this game. This is actually, things are actually working the way that they were mapped out and drawn up. But individual errors, a couple mistakes, and now you're you're losing six points, right? And so I think in this match, one, you're seeing a more... Prior to this Columbus game, you're starting to see an Atlanta team that has a clear, seems to have a clear sense of who they are, right? Players playing to their strengths, players playing to being a little bit more selfless and putting the team first in the way that they go and they go and make decisions. And I think that if they can do that, you know, what you, you kind of know what you're going to expect from Red Bull. This is a team that's going to, they are relentless in, in the way that they not necessarily press, I know the press is a big part of their game, but I think they're a little bit calculated in terms of when they press, when they're at home, right. when they're on the road, how they manage that throughout the course of 90 minutes as well. But then when I say relentless, I mean, this is a team that's going to, they're going to stay in that game as long as possible. You, you, I think it was a game away from home last year where it was, a, they get that goal real late on. Right. And so from Atlanta standpoint, obviously Almada being back in the team is key. Uh, is being back in the team is key. Miles Robinson, massive key. And I think that's something that's when you're making the comparison of multiple teams, lost players, yada, yada, yada. But this is a spine of your team that was kind of stripped. Right. So I think having that spine back will go a long way. But this Atlanta United's team, I think Tiago Amada being able to, one, I think he's assumed this more responsibility on this team. I think winning, I don't know if it's just necessarily winning the World Cup, but I'm sure that plays a long, a big part of it. Being away for a month and being able to witness Messi up close, his tendencies, see how he leads his team. Because he's not a guy that's super vocal on the pitch, right? But I'm sure when he speaks or when he does certain things, it translates and it has a presence among the group. And so I'm sure he's come back, Almada's come back into the team. And the way that he's played, he just looks like a man that's super inspired but also a man that's super inspiring for his teammates. And that's with the ball. That's without the ball, the way that he kind of leads the press as well. Um, so I say all that to say that this Atlanta team should feel confident. Of course, what's in the back of your mind in the back of fans mind is a six, one result, but I think this is a chance for them to bounce back and show what's led up. What's we, what we've done the weeks prior to that last result wasn't a fluke. This is truly who we are. We're back. We're here with the, with a true kind of baseline 
that we're going to continue to prove on from week in and week out. And it starts with doing the basic things well. What are you seeing from this Red Bulls team in 2023 that is different at all? I mean, this is the best defensive team in terms of giving up shots on goal that we've ever seen in the league. Are you seeing anything different or is it just another year with Gerhard Struber and maybe understanding what he wants a little bit better? Uh, I would say I wouldn't say that there's a ton of things different, um, but I do think that, yeah, having another year under him has allowed them to, in some ways, mature. They've strengthened the things that they're really, really good at. I still feel like they and I just seen some of his postgame comments as well. Right after that Charlotte game, he was frustrated. He wasn't happy Mm -hmm. because that's two points that you dropped in a game where. They probably felt on the road they put together enough in that game to win the game 1-0. I think the challenge for them is still the final third. Yeah. Um, how are they able to still to create more goal-scoring chances, to be more threatening? to And when they do get their chances, how do they make the most of them, right? You look at their game so far, they scored two goals against Columbus every other game. They've only put up, they've only scored a goal in the and and well, they were shut out in the opening week, but the other ones when they have scored in a goal in a game, it's one goal. And weirdly enough, the game against Charlotte was the first time that they scored first, right? So they have some own things, they have some of their own things that they're still trying to work out. But from a defensive standpoint, you're right. They are a stingy team. And it starts because I think they've I think Struber's really done a good job of making sure everyone is bought in to what this team looks like what the dna of this team is and what the the same way i'm talking about a baseline and the fundamentals with atlanta i think they have a clear understanding of what the baseline is right and that's them being collectively stout defensively that's them being when one goes they all go the intensity the aggression those are key words that you're going to hear anybody from red bull talk about the intensity the aggression the consistency of being able to to apply those things and that's what makes it tricky that's what makes it tricky when atlanta plays them right that's kind of been I don't know what to call it a bogey team, but last season that was a team that they found it difficult to get three points um, off of. And it's 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 that relentless desire to stay in game, to make things difficult, to force teams to do something with the ball. And then when they don't, find ways to, to exploit that and pounce on them. It feels like one thing about this Red Bulls team that is a little improved is that base in the midfield. And it's two young guys and Frankie Amaya, who it feels like he's been around forever, but he's still really young. And Daniel Edelman, who has come in and really been a guy that has taken them out of the play in that 4-2-2-2 and getting them more into a 4-3-3. You know, Edelman and Amaya, are these two really underrated players in the league, in your opinion? I think Edelman is definitely a player that and I don't want to oversell him, but I had the chance. I saw him um, the U20s qualifiers mm-hmm. and incredibly impressive. He looked like a guy and obviously he's playing his age group at that time. But even in the games that I've seen him in MLS, he looks very, very assured of himself. He knows who he is. He knows what his skill set is and what he can bring to a team. And sometimes that's just that's plain simple. You know, that's not trying to overcomplicate things. That's cutting out passing lanes as being there to support your teammate. If he gets cut out of position, that's protecting that back four. But then on the ball as well, he's comfortable. And he, and he more times than not will make the right pass. Is it always the, the ball that's going to split and cut out four players out of a play? No. Is he capable of that? Yeah, he is capable of that as well. 
But I agree with you. I think that he's a player that they're very high on over at Red Bulls as well. Um, another player that's kind of come through their academy and made it to the first team and is is now showcasing himself now that he has the opportunity in front of him. But I think he's been a solid piece for them, a reliable piece for them and a consistent piece. And for young players, if you're described in that way, hey, kudos to you. Because young players, you have the tendency to go on this roller coaster ride of performances yeah. where you might be the in vogue player one month and then next month you're out of favor because you've hit that little bit of a, of a dip, right? But I think he's done a decent job of just of being consistent. You know what you're going to get from him? Is it a 10 out of 10 every week? No, but I think he floats around six and a half, seven performance. And for a team like that, that's super, super valuable. A pl- another young player who I think needs to hit that level of consistency so far this season he has, will it continue? We'll find out is Franco Ibarra. You know, you, you watched him the last couple of years with Atlanta United. You know that position so well. What have you made of Ibarra's start to 2023? It's crazy what a what a what the difference um, a year makes, right? We looking at him last year. There were times where I questioned: Is he fully fit? Is he you know is he fully healthy? Is he fully bought in? And maybe that's unfair because I'm not there day to day to see what's happening in the dressing room. I'm not day to, there day to day to see how he trains and those kind of things. But I think what he's done well this year is, well, first of all, he just looks more mature. He looks like he's very, very, um, part of it is, and I don't want to speak out of term, but obviously Sosa was suspended for those first couple games of the season. And that opens up a spot for him to come in and make the most of it. And you're always told, be ready when your name is called Mm -hmm. upon. And he's done just that. But he's been, he's just been solid. He's been solid. we, We saw the last, last year in moments some of the things that he brought to this team where he can be combative, where he can put out fires, where he can be that destroyer to allow other players around him to have the freedom to go and play. But I think this year, even more so, he's done that. Um, I think himself and Sadich have formed a, a pretty good tandem in that in that midfield that gives that really gives the green light to Tiago Amada to say, I can go, I can stay higher at times. I think last season what we saw a lot of was Amada dropping really deep to get on the ball just because the ball wasn't getting progressed to him. Now, I think with Ibarra as that base to really to be that destroyer, to put out fires, to protect that back forward, to give the license to the others to get forward um, in transition moments or in the buildup has been super instrumental to what this team has been. And I mean, long may it continue. He's still a player who's relatively young, as you mentioned before, too. But he just looks confident. I think sometimes when you're in and out of the team, your confidence can can be, can fluctuate too, right? And sometimes when you come into the team, you think I need to do more than I than it's necessary. I need to make an impact to show the coach why I need to be on the team. Whereas in that role, sometimes less is more. And I think he's found a good balance of of that, where he needs to make big plays. And sometimes it's sometimes if you're not mentioning his name, it's because he's done a decent job of just being bought in tactically, putting out fires without having to put out fires. If that makes sense. Yeah, hey, I get a chance to talk to you. I'm going to bring up the holding midfielders every single time. We're going to dig deeper into this. <laughs> I love it. Always good. Um, maybe not the headlines, but one of the most vital pieces of, I think, both of these teams in completely different ways. So we, we get into Saturday night. Red Bulls come into town. Atlanta's never beat them in the regular season. What does Atlanta have to do to change that this week? Well, first and foremost, wipe the ghost of Columbus out of your head. That's done with. You don't even think about that. We're not talking about that anymore. That's your starting point. You welcome. I'm sure you're going to welcome back into the fold three players who I think are super instrumental in this team. 
um, guys that are away that were away on international duty. But so with that straight away, now you have a back line um, that's that you're confident in that can play the ball, the back that can make the field big at times and invite pressure on and they can play out of that pressure. So that's that first thing. What what we've seen against Red Bull and this is part of their DNA is that press. And with that press, it's about beating that first line sometimes and sometimes that or I'm sorry, making that first pass. Right. That beats that first line of pressure. Yeah. Sometimes that's going to come from. Man, it's an entry ball into Almada, Almada, and it's not him breaking the press with a pass, but it's him dribbling out of that pressure, right? So I just think that they need to be composed when they have the ball, right? Make the game big at times. If they can change the point of attack quickly, that'll be vital for them because Red Bull, as I said, they are a collective beast when they attack. And so if the ball is on the right-hand side, they're going to shift everyone to that to that their defensive left-hand side, right? And so moving the ball quickly in transition moments, I think will be key for them. And then Yakimakis, I think, is a player who has come in, his energy levels are incredible, right? His energy levels are incredible. So with the ball, I think if Atlanta do a good job of making the pitch big, changing the point of attack quickly, getting Almada on the ball higher up the pitch. I hate when he draws back deep because I, you know, and I also think that when he's, I'm sorry, one more thing. I also think that when he's on the ball or when he's in the game, you see a completely different Araujo. You see yeah. an Araujo who, who, especially this year, because that happened last year as well, but I think more so this year, you see an Araujo who at times is more disciplined in terms of where he finds positions on the pitch. Uh, obviously, his tendencies are he wants to come a little bit more narrow, come central, but I think he's also recognized that, hey, Almada can really pull the strings in a meaningful way for this team when he has the space and ability to pick his pocket. So himself... Araujo finding a good balance um, between themselves and and then the combination of how they can get service into the box for Yakimakis, I think will be will be incredibly key. But again, just being composed on the ball. I think against Columbus, we saw a couple of times where forced passes or turnovers that typically haven't been characteristic of this group so far um, and just sloppy passes at times. So just get back to the basics, get back to doing the basics really well. And then that opens up and gives you the freedom and the creativity to go and be the team that we've seen. The other part is you have to match the Red Bulls fight because the Red, yeah. they, they are a team that's going to come. They'll battle, they'll scrap, they'll, if they need to make the game ugly, they don't care. So if you don't match that intensity, if you don't match that, that aggression, that combativeness, especially at home, then you don't allow yourself to be the team that's good on the ball. Styles make fights, and this is always a, a fun one because it is two very, very different styles. You guys will be able to hear Mo with Keith Costigan on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. And as always, man, it's going to be good to see you at the Benz, and we need to get you back over here more often. Hey, likewise, man. I agree with that sentiment. I'm excited to be back in the Benz. Always a good time there. Always a good time seeing you, and Looking forward to just taking in that environment yet again, and hopefully we see a really, really fun and entertaining game with some goals. Thanks for taking some time for us today, Mo. Appreciate it. No worries, man. Anytime. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 